Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 204. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me from wires and internet and Wi-Fi and technology, it's David Malloy. Hello, glad to be back. (laughs) And from Side Hustle Studios here as always, except when he's not his BT Calloway. Ahoy, hoy. And this is The Simpsons Index. This is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there is a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Uh, happy lockdown, everybody. We're still in lockdown. Hooray. We made it back to the <laughs> interior of our homes once again. You know what? I mean, on the one plus side, it takes a lot of pressure because when people are like, hey, what did you do on the weekend? If I say, you know, video games and movies, they're like, wow, well done for doing your bit. Whereas previously it would have been, oh, really, man? Oh, was that everything? Like three days straight? I'm doing this for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just flicking through Netflix, chomping an entire series in one day. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm a a good citizen. citizen. Yeah, exactly. I'm re-watching Hannibal because I'm a patriot. That's what I'm doing. Awesome. Well, we'll have to get into what we've been into lately. But you know what we're always into here on The Simpsons Index? The Simpsons, like mm. this episode. I wouldn't say we're always into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're always, always watching it, at least. Yeah, we're in. We're into dissecting it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes with a very dull scalpel, but yeah, still. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, David, especially wanted you for this episode because uh, we previously had you on to review. Don't blame it on the Lisa, I think, which is the Rio episode. And the Simpsons are returning to Brazil again mm. in this episode, season twenty-five, episode sixteen. You don't have to live like a referee first released in march of 2016 it was directed by mark kirkland written by michael price in this episode homer becomes the referee of fifa and uh, the family go to brazil and homer uh, tries to not get bribed what do we think (laughs) yeah i actually like i kind of i think just owing to you know previous experiences with this delightful podcast went in with (laughs) incredibly low expectations and it kind of met them and slightly surpassed them. I thought yeah. it was like, okay, I laughed a couple of times. I cringed a couple of times, which is par for the course, but yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I thought it was okay. Passable. Passable is a good mm. term. Which is, I guess, like a soccer ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're on the sports terms. But does it get in the hoop goal? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> so uh, no one's watching the Olympics right now, right? <laughs> I keep forgetting they're on. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've more been watching the Olympics of like you know people bending over backwards to try and make themselves sound like they have moral high ground over Simone Biles. <laughs> <laughs> like just people Oof. on Twitter being like, "I can't believe you're teaching a nation how to quit." It's like, dude, like you literally tweeted about how you like you don't have the heart rate to stand still. <laughs> like you haven't done enough <laughs> cardio to just exist. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now the the superiority already going over a bunch of athletes. It's like, oh, I could have done that on Tony Hawk's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done. <laughs> dude, he didn't even do a Christ dare. What do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this one, like, I don't know if this is what the Simpsons were attempting to do. Is like a uh, Brazil, hey, we good sort of thing. Definitely had that um, undertone mm, for sure. I don't know if um. 
they still rose above like a bunch of the old problems in mm. bla- uh, blame it on the Lisa. Yeah, I I don't. I think if you had a criticism, it would be that the first one was about you know the country, whereas this is just about soccer. And so yeah. I never, I never mm. took oh Brazil are all bribers as much as oh people involved in fixing soccer are people who are going to you know bribe people. Yeah, but I, I think there is still that kind of like undertone of yeah. just because it's not even necessarily like because it's Brazil, but it's mm. like, oh, we're somewhere that is in America or isn't yeah. like quote unquote first world corruption. Like, you know, like yeah. doesn't exist in America. <laughs> mm. ah, funny. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I think it was kind of like it was a little bit undercut by the fact that, yeah, it had that that sense of being, yeah, this is sort of, you know, like, ah, oh, Brazil, I am I spent too long being afraid of you was one mm-hmm. of the, the Homer quotes. Mm. There was that effort to kind of, like, build a little bit of a bridge, but that bridge was built on the same jokes they made the first time. True. And there's a lot of kind of flagging of, hey, we're doing the same things again. It's they like, do still have the uh, over, over-sexualized children's show. It's not, yeah. not as egregious, but it's still there. The stripping nun. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of the same thing. Really, the only thing they don't have is the multicolored rats. <laughs> yeah. They're well, adorable. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's it. They're saying the country's beautiful this time. They're not doing that whole dirty thing this time, mm-hmm. fortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, especially towards the end, I thought some of their... Yeah, the material's really lacking. But anyway, let's get into the review. Uh, BT, we'll start with you. For better or worse, what's a moment that stands out to you? Um, the fact this technically kind of has a fuck you opening that kind of actually comes back a little bit. Um, so this whole thing starts off because they're doing, for reasons that are fuck you and don't come back, they are doing this whole, you know, make a speech about your hero when Lisa mm. is doing Mari Curie and then gets t- taken by Martin before she can get on stage. So changes to Homer and that inspires him, blah, blah, blah. And then after like, you know, this entire first act, you're like, oh wait, this whole thing is just to get Homer to referee soccer again holy shit but then they actually kind of kept that as a theme and it didn't just spring up at the very end again yeah. so i i was mm. a bit more i expected that to just fade away completely and it maybe jump up at the very end but no it actually stayed a bit more consistent than i was expecting so well done episode for remembering how you started <laughs> so, sort of some sort consistency of. for once yeah. A little bit. I agree. Like, I appreciate that a bit too, especially there's such a severe lack of that sort of stuff. But mm. I thought there was probably a better way to drop the reveal. I didn't like yeah. the fact that it was Bart. And then the, uh, the I don't know if it's World Soccer or FIFA or who they're trying to be. I'll just say FIFA for simplicity. I'm pretty sure it's FIFA. They come to him. Oh, so you found out. Well, we knew too. And it's like, this is pointless. Just yeah. why didn't you guys hold it over? Like, yeah, yeah, if they knew, and it surely would be funnier for them to try and dig up dirt on Homer and they find out this of all facts. And, yeah. Uh, that Because the, the scene where Bart gives it away, he's like, oh, what kind of person would I want to be? Oh, I'd rather crush you. And it's like, I don't believe that in this moment at all. Like, it's just not there yeah. for a reason. Yeah, but I do enjoy at least like the the overt awareness where you know they they are kind of playing i guess with how much knowledge some of the characters have Mm. as opposed to how much knowledge the audience has so you have that moment later on where the bribers are like we knew eventually that you would find out that your daughter had written a speech about mary curie it's like how did you (laughs) possibly find this out and i love that they didn't reference that at all they didn't do the classic how did you know that you know like they just play (laughs) they just let that line sit it's like wait what (laughs) 
Yeah. And, you know, there was something to Lisa's guilt later on, but yeah. Um, how about you, Dave? What did you, uh, better or worse, what's a moment that stood out to you? Sorry, I'm still learning how to talk again. Yeah, no, the flow totally is that. just just disrupted just enough to make this very difficult. But we do it <laughs> for, for sure, you, for audience. Sure. I mean, like, it, to, anyway. to kind of get, like, I guess, the the temperature in the room, like, is everyone sort of, are you guys on your own? Like, are you locked down with with company? Like, where are you at? Fortress of Solitude, baby. Ah, sorry, bud. That sucks. That's cool. And an essential worker as mm. well. Oof. Oh, So you get to talk to great people. Yeah. yeah. Really good people. You legit are one of the good ones, though. <laughs> that's, that's heroic. Well oh, done. Thank you, man. People would be sober without me. <laughs> <laughs> No getting through lockdown without that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Speaking of which, I've got to put an order in. Um, <laughs> um, gosh, things that stood out to me. I did write like a significant number of jokes here. Okay. Actually, yeah. Something that stood out to me. Tighter than two dogs on a summer morn. Yeah. I assume I misheard Sorry, I that one. What? There's a bit where the, the commentator's like, ah, oh, the match is tighter than two dogs on a summer morn. And I'm like, oh. Can we time. pass that for just a second? Can we try and unpack what the <laughs> hell that was? Okay, so it's summer and you're a dog. Yep, got that far. <sighs> uh, this is pretty tight, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. These, these tight dogs. <laughs> These tight Brazilian dogs. It's another Brazil thing, isn't it? Oh, their like, dogs are so tight there. <laughs> they just love hugging on a summer morn. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, that was unfathomable to me. I just like could yeah. not process what I'm the intention Googling. of the gag was. And I'm sure that, yeah, please. I'm, I'm sure there's probably like one of the writers who was like, that is my favorite joke I've ever written in all of The Simpsons. But yeah. for me, it was just like... Whoosh, yeah. As well, um, I, I think actually one of those other things that's indicative of, I guess, The Simpsons as a whole is the commentator who says, like, you know, we've achieved our goal. You know, yeah. kind of does the whole the Brazilian commentator gag, but they do it as a rule of threes, and it has mm. diminishing returns for oh, yeah. every single one. It was so and, uh, also uh, Google had no answers for me. <laughs> and now you're on a watch list. I am no, like, yeah. No, they were just like, how to keep your dogs cool in summer. And I'm like, how oh, to keep them well, dogs tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible day. Horrible day I had at the vet where they're like, why are these dogs so loose? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I know it's winter, but still. <laughs> I didn't Tighten know. up your dogs, people. <laughs> yep. If you if learn you... nothing else from this podcast. <laughs> Look, just, just get a wrench, find the tightening bolt. <laughs> tighten up your dogs. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the uh, goal guy. Yeah, that was Andres Cantor, uh, who was, uh, is, uh, yeah, legit soccer has been. And, yeah, they get him in for this lame thing. And even, like, the other commentator goes, Andre Cantor, that's not the right context to be using that. Ugh. And then, yeah. yeah I just... have no control. And then, oh, this job has taken its toll. He's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I got it. It's cool. Y you can tell he oh. had to do more than one take and he got sadder <laughs> with every take. <laughs> Paycheck's a paycheck. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, God, what's a moment that stands out to me? Um, I guess it's it's 2016 when this episode comes out, mm -hmm. and so it's in production in like 2015. November 2015 is when Jared Fogel gets yeah. arrested oh, 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 for being Jared Fogel. I, I was, was going to say because I wrote down, "Ooh, that's not aged well." But to be fair, that's not their fault. 
And uh, well, I think it kind of is. Yeah, well, I didn't know it was that recent. <laughs> it's still a weird flex at that point in time. Like Jared was not at you know, shall we say, the height of his popularity at the moment at which his his less savory actions were revealed. Yeah. Like it's a weird flex for them already. Yeah, you think and then that I would just... be just sprint to the editing office and cut that immediately? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> activate the Epstein protocol. It's happening again. <laughs> But it's, yeah, this isn't the Jared Fogel commentary to be making at this time. (laughs) Like, I'm just so surprised, like, (laughs) that they went this route, like, regardless of all the horribleness. Mm. Yeah, it it doesn't matter to them that they're, you know, behind the times on it because Mm. they thought of it in the writer's room and that's good enough. So, like, we need to get an episode, do it. Yeah, it's in production, people. What do you expect? You can't stop production once it starts. Can't stop progress. Nor can you stop this first draft from making it to production. (laughs) You know, when movies, when they shout, stop the presses, there's no button for that. You can't do it. Yeah. The presses just go. Uh, It's such a weird link, like, especially, yeah, given that the start of the episode started with, like, a children's riot against an Abraham Lincoln and, God, I had to write this name down, Stephen Mm -hmm. Douglas fake debate. I don't know. Is yeah. this a thing? Somewhere an American is really upset at you for not knowing that. <laughs> well, it's the other thing, because they had this and like, oh, we need to know who these kids respect. Let's get a corporate sponsor to sponsor us so we can have a debate, uh, you know, make them write a paper about it. And it's like, uh, uh, you could have cut this and just gone straight to, you know, we need a corporate sponsor because we're poor. And, then, yeah. and, you know, you don't have to have this whole, because I found this whole intro, re- this first scene really confusing and like very quickly paced but not in a good way and definitely the weakest stuff in the episode as well like the jokes Mm. don't really land even like lobbing millhouse at those at the performers Mm. was like oh and uh quit concussing yourself where he's flexing a basketball hoop on his head no good um you know the the weird like trying to do a gay joke that isn't a gay joke with i shared beds with men all the time like yeah all right okay all right we get it and also especially in an episode that is directly addressing a quote unquote potentially racist you know issue Mm. that the simpsons had in the past it's weird to then do a Japanese-American bonding group that is yeah. pachinko machines. Yeah. What do yeah. we know about retired Japanese people? They love that pachinko. Love pachinko. What? Okay. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was one of those things like, I think I, that definitely could have gone worse. But For sure. I, don't, yeah. I don't know how to take that exactly. I don't know much about pachinko other than, you know... What I've seen on The Simpsons, you're a winner, ha ha ha. Yeah, I, mm. I played, well, I mean, I can tell you parts of it. Like, I played one <laughs> game of Pachinko because it was Evangelion-themed, and so it, like, ticked <laughs> Dave's boxes. But it is this bizarre sort of, like, circuitous thing where, essentially, like, Pachinko itself is legal, um, but what you're, like, gambling with are these little metal balls that you put in the machine. Yep. You mm. pay for a certain amount, and then you take your amount of metal balls, your bucket of metal balls, they give you a little uh, ticket, and then you take the ticket to the uh, gift shop that is next door and you exchange that for a toy, a teddy bear, something mm-hmm. like that. Then you take the teddy bear to the place <laughs> I was behind hoping that there would be more steps for this money, process. And that's how the Yakuza like, right. make their cash. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot more teddy bears involved in being in the Japanese mafia than I realised. Yeah, the Yakuza are a bit more chill now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know there's some wholesomeness in the Yakuza. Yeah, exactly. Like, not all organised crime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Play Count, have you guys seen this episode before? New. I have. I'm pretty sure. It's not exactly memorable, so I'm not certain. 
No, not really. Um, but how was the wackiness in this one? You know, on the Simpsons Index, we like to talk about cartooniness and uh, cartoony moments, animations. Um, what do we think of this? The bit of wackiness I liked is when Homer starts to, you know, not call the game towards Brazil and is, you know, actually calling it properly. And the mafia guy watching him takes off like the number one fan finger and puts on the gun finger. Mm. I thought that was pretty good. The gun finger was okay. Speaking of that dude who falls, though, the whole extended funeral sequence. That was confusing. <sighs> And then at the, at the end where he comes back as a ghost and then becomes a human again, it's like, wait, wait, yeah. what? They I mean, I didn't mind that as a throwaway gag. Just as like that very last second, I was okay with that. Mm. Also, yeah. like, I had big love for El Devo anyway, because like part of my heritage is Italian and we know how to throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like initially like him showing him as the best thrower in the game. Mm. Like, yeah, exactly. But I felt like it undercut Homer's journey a little bit to... Uh, actually have him die like <laughs> yeah but then he comes back so he's just that good at faking yeah layers the comedy writing it's too good for you elliot you don't understand <laughs> the depth of the joke need, um, need a high iq for this show <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the iq the the rick and morty copy pasta yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh were there any other wacky moments that stood out to you um i enjoyed the leaf blower uh so when he like uh, in the montage of Homer being mm. bribed mm. by various people, he finds his pillowcase is full of money. And so he tosses the money out over the balcony mm. and the bribers try and blow it back up at the leaf blower. So yeah. he turns on the fan. Like I enjoyed that little back and forward. Yeah. yeah I, I actually did like the bribing montage, even like mm. the escalating amount of money and red cards being passed between mm. him and that other soccer player. Like I did. Yeah. Get a, a bit of a kick out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, referring to Man of Steel as, believe you me, Superman was never less fun. And it's like, well, yeah. there yeah. was Batman versus Superman, though. <laughs> and I'm sure not the Richard. What's his name? Keith Reef Richards. What's his oh. name? Christopher Reeve. Yeah, I'm sure are. a couple of those movies suck. Keith Richards? <laughs> Imagine Keith Richards Superman. <laughs> My goodness. He is like a Superman. He's not the Superman, but... <laughs> I've got super speed now, horse gray. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know what else to say about Keith Richards. It seems very chill. <laughs> like, famous Keith know... Richards lines. He could smoke a durry in one pool now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch this. Yeah. Ooh, my dogs yeah, are tight. Yeah, fucking Superman. <laughs> uh, yeah, what point was I fucking making? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man vs. Steel. Man Welcome Steel. to the inside of an ADHD brain, my friend. <laughs> I'm potentially getting diagnosed with that tomorrow. Oh, oh congrats. Yeah. It's good to know things about yourself. That's true. And if, if you do, you'll have context for it. So it's a lot like having three people recording a podcast in your head at once. And someone just said Man of Steel, and they're all trying to bounce their own bit on it. So uh, this has been the, the medical corner of the Simpsons Index, yep. I guess. Um, but how about the heart of this episode? You know, we're talking about another Lisa professing her admiration for her dad. and uh, Well, I really, I really expected the heart to come back because Barge is making this impassioned yeah. plea in... Uh, in Portuguese? What was it? Is that yeah. it? Yes. 
And then I really expected her to say, you know, I'm, she has this whole bit, I'm a mother. And then the, the mob guy's mother comes out. And I expected the mob guy's mother, her name to be Marge as well. And then he'd be like, why did you say that name? Marge. Oh, that would have been good. But it, that's, oh. yeah, that's, it's like, a, it's a couple of levels too advanced for where they're writing right now. Yeah. I and know, like, I that was a journey though, man. I yeah. did not know where you were going with that. Because that would have worked. Like that would have worked on a surface level. And then for people who knew the reference point, it would have been like, oh shit, like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, but no, I mean, to that bit's credit, though, it's mm. like another bit of good memory that this episode yeah. had. That, uh, yeah, it's the woman that Lisa gave the seat up for. Yeah, and called back Marge's whole thing of trying to learn the language and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, just some solid voice acting for her to be able to like retain the Marge voice while speaking mm. a language she doesn't speak. Like, yep. pretty. And That's I mean, like, a solid with, point. With no knowledge of Portuguese myself, like, I don't know how well she did. It sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is actually a solid point. Like one of the things we keep saying on the Simpsons Index is. Oh, Marge, please. Oh, God. Just, just, just let her rest. Be gentle yeah. on yourself. Yeah, it would be. It would almost be kind to, like, you know, give give Marge the Maud Flanders treatment at this point. <laughs> oh, God. That well, just, requires a lot of bravery on the Simpsons part. Just, she just writes everything on the chalkboard now. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, look, in fairness, it would be, it'd be fair to give the entire show the, like, the old yellow treatment at this point, but yeah. still. Yeah, uh, nope, we're new to 34. Yeah. Sorry, Peach. <laughs> uh, no. In all seriousness, the heart moment of Lisa saying, you became the hero I thought you could be, that was actually pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. I think the the most heart I got from this episode was the Brazilian fans walking out going, ole, ole, ole. <laughs> that got me. That. The, the funeral march version of ole. Yeah, very good. Very good. I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm with BT on that in that that kind of was a nice way of tying things back to the start and mm. it was like neat but i don't know if it sort of like hit me especially um yeah. yeah and then that whole ending sequence was kind of just like the opening sequence in that all the jokes suddenly started falling completely flat again and it kind of got got a bit rough there um yeah yeah to bring back the sandwich metaphor you know some some decent okay cold cuts but with some very very moldy wonder white yeah <laughs> <laughs> not very moldy maybe just like suspiciously hard it's just like, yeah is this off? Like, oh, like, i'll this keep is, eating uh, it borderline. I mean, it doesn't smell bad but it, this is like mm. <laughs> i don't see any mold how do you but also tell? it's multi-grain let, so <laughs> let me google let me see how you tell yeah, <laughs> what does that, mold look like <laughs> uh, but did it feel like an episode of these the characters we know and love is this a show we know and love i mean i don't think anyone's against type on this one bart's maybe a little too forced as i said before Mm. when he's just like oh i guess i'll ruin your day dad it was just yeah yeah but i mean i liked that, him i liked him locking away the fire extinguisher with the key yeah. that he had like i thought that was a nice touch yeah for sure but yeah, i i like marge earnestly trying to learn the language and homer mm. actually trying to be good at something because someone believes in him he's done that before yeah and i actually really appreciate that when lisa gives her speech about homer she references a bunch of things that have actually happened in Simpsons history. And it's like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. It was very referential to former episodes, actually. Like, that's something I think that we've noted quite a lot in these later episodes is that lack yeah. of looking back and that lack of reverence to... Or if they are looking back, it's a very point to it. Hey, remember this, kids? Yeah, and there was still a yeah. little bit of that, but it mm. felt it felt more genuine. It felt more like, oh no, there's a there's a through line with all of this, you know? No, I actually yeah. had to write down. Oh yeah, they've been to Brazil before. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, with Lisa mentioning a red card from the I think it's like a season eighteen episode, mm. and yeah, it wasn't 
like you were saying, one of those things where they're like, hey, remember this? Like, it's not like, yeah, in the sandwich thing, like Skinner brought up steamed hams or anything. It's, yeah. yeah. It's surprisingly high integrity on this episode. I mean, but... the pig in the sandwich yeah. was still spider pig, but like... Mm. Yeah, since the movie, all pigs are spider pig also, in Simpsons yeah. universe. Also real rich of like anyone at the Simpsons or Fox to be ragging on HBO <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for diminishing what? returns. Fox? Really? Mm. <laughs> no, like... Uh... I feel like we're seeing it a lot lately with Simpsons just randomly shitting on other properties. And it's like, yeah, careful about throwing them stones in your glass house there, boy. It's the problem of, like, they're used to punching up, but there's no more up to punch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are they are the establishment. It's like, who do, like, who yeah. do we attack now? And also they're, they're stealing the riff off South Park and Family Guy, who, you mm. know, did it yeah. first and better, really. But yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Uh, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a pass for Hangover, or maybe like a laundry playlist. If it's on, it's it's passable. I'm not going to shut it off, but um, I'm not going to seek it out at all. I like laundry list. That's a nice one. Like also, like I did write down that the laundry throwback was good. That weird joke that they had about the World Cup and the everyone at the tiny laundry being super excited, and then right uh, as the World Cup kicked off, a kick cut back to them going, "Yay!" <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, I think if you were to clockwork orange me like i wouldn't sort of hurt myself <laughs> trying to get away i think i'd just sort of be like all right this is yeah i can they strap I can you in for the ludovago technique and you're like oh, okay all right yeah I, I don't know really what you're trying to you know get into my brain but sure <laughs> yeah it doesn't it's not causing brain damage or it, 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 you don't feel sore from watching yeah, i feel it. less of an impulse to hit people but i can't quite give that to this episode <laughs> But, you know, um, no episode's perfect, especially I think we've mentioned a lot of things that aren't perfect mm-hmm. about this mm. one. So let's get into what would change. BT, we'll start with you. What would you like um, to change about this thing? I guess structurally, I don't have any real problems. I do like that they do mm. bring everything back. So that's what really struck me as being quite good about this one. I think it's just the blow by blow could just be a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit funnier, a little bit more joke heavy. Could tighten up those dogs a little bit. Um, <laughs> just it's all sure. it all works. Just another couple passes of the script, kicking it around the writers' room. Just, just yeah, a little bit funnier. How about you, David? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm with you on that, and also just like. Missed opportunities to kind of hit hard the way that they used to with the occasional satirical comment, like Homer talking about dying the American way. And it's like, mm. this guy's pointing a gun at you, dude. You're dying the American way. Like, can we <laughs> can we at least like hit that punchline, please? Because I think that would show yeah. that they've still got some some cojones, you know? Yeah, instead mm. he just says, the American way in a foreign country wearing shorts. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what? Uh, that's the Australian mm. way. Yeah, yeah, especially in Bali or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Embarrassing myself in front of another culture. (laughs) Sega, it's a better life. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, as for what I'd change, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, the starting and the ending. I I I forgot, that's the thing, I forgot about that start. I would have said the start if I remembered it at all. And I wish it was either, you know, we need to get the kids actively interested in history, so let's make them do reports and perform them rather than get performers in yeah, like i thought that was the easiest connection to make there but they went via this sandwich thing or mm. if it yeah like you said before bt if it started there like that's understandable like springfield elementary's always been underfunded and yeah. there's plenty of commentary to make about yeah public school system in america oh, um, yeah getting sponsorship from takeaway places to stock their canteens so but 
yeah, I mean, the rest of it, I do wish it was like a bit less Brazil focused and more soccer focused because mm. like there is a lot to dig in with the uh, corruption in soccer. And I do like the o- idea of Homer for once fighting against it and trying to uh, be a better man for his daughter, but don't felt like they dug in deep enough with that mm. at the same yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, no, I and, totally get that. Yeah, that's about my thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, I think it's time for any other notes time. It's time for our final notes. Now it's time and now it's time for our final notes. Everyone's final notes. Oh, I didn't know the (laughs) (laughs) Just know the original music, I guess. Uh, David, what are your final notes? Uh, Well, I was just flicking over to Twitter to see if I could follow at the Martin Prince. (laughs) Uh, And he has... Zero tweets, 668 followers, which I guess is the count of how many people have watched the episode. <laughs> wow, I thought it'd be more. Yeah. That is. Joined, wait, 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 joined February 2014. So this might have been someone who got destroyed by this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's like not a, they've never tweeted, they've deleted the tweets. Yeah, they had they had <laughs> tweets and then they were like, what are you all saying to me? I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving him shit for taking Lisa's subject. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What caught my eye actually was because I was sort of conscious of the fact that we're on time restraints and also because why would anyone put this level of detail into it? But the newspapers that they were showing in the early part of the episode, uh, you know, you see the headlines and everything, but you could see that they had full text written out. And it was like, is that... Is that attention to detail? Like, are there good jokes that we're missing there? Is it wasted effort? Mm-hmm. Or if you, like, if you were to pause it there, is it just, you know, lorem ipsum kind of, like, filler? Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Yeah. Piece of yeah. carrots. I don't know. I'd be, I, I wouldn't be surprised, rather, if they did went to the effort. Mm. Because, like, before in the classic era, they could only do the headline as a joke because they're the working with squiggles. such a... Yeah, yeah, they were working with such a small ratio that, like, it would have looked like squeals anyway. Mm. But, yeah, now maybe, yeah, if you zoom in enough on your um, 8K TV, you'll see (laughs) (laughs) they rework the works of Shakespeare, but with uh, Homer instead of uh, the other What else am I going to do in lockdown? You know, this is as valuable a use of my time as anything else. Um, We're rebranding the index to be Simpsons episodes one frame at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Three-hour breakdowns. <laughs> and we mean that last word in more than one way. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> There's some nice Lisa moments. Like, it feels like a nice, genuine Lisa episode. I quite liked Madame Curie. We might just have this one in the bag. Um, yeah. I enjoyed Lisa referring to herself as Homer's only talking daughter. And, yeah, there, like, there were a couple of lines that I, I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed Homer talking about Lisa's painting being pity-fridged. I didn't mind the bribe cam. I loved one of the bribers saying, yeah. your disbelief will fade with time. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I did like with the bribe cam that, you know, because anytime they do a kiss cam mm-hmm. and, you know, they do the awkward brother-sister and it's like, no, we're, no. <laughs> but yeah, the one guy's like, no, I'm not bribing. I'm not bribing. Okay. Fine. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably the one that I will take like and use in my daily life in context where people will never know the original point of the quote is mm-hmm. just for that attitude, turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like any of the lead up, but that like yeah, as your punishment to I enjoyed that. Yeah. With the um the fish that swims up your pea stream as well, I still yep. don't know if that's legit or not. I have been warned Kendara. about that by someone in Peru, but I don't know if it's legit or not. 
It's real. It's called the Kendaru. <laughs> Fear it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I had it like I was I was literally in the moment of like, oh, I'm standing in this river, time for a sweet release. And he's like, by the way, don't pick. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have to stop midstream. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so uncomfortable. I'm glad to hear that confirmed because I feel like it's one of those things that like everyone has done their version of that now. Yeah. The most graphic of which have been in Metalocalypse, but you know. Oh, I haven't watched enough of that show, hey. Fuck, I love it. To be entirely uh, fair, I don't think it goes up the stream. You could just more that it's drawn to the warmth water and therefore can end up in uh, in you. Well, I thought that was the so, thing, that it like travelled so fast that it could go against, you know, the human-made current. Oh, but I mean, if you're standing, it's not going up that current. Again, that's my point. new band it, name, sure. the human-made current. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't climb waterfalls, is my point. Right, but if you are in a lake and you happen to pee, yeah, yeah. the thing will get attracted to you. All right, this has gotten very disgusting. <laughs> and now uh, the human made current notes? with you can't <laughs> climb waterfalls. Um, yeah, I, I think the only other joke that I had was about that, the weird Nazi joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nazi harborers, Nazis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, you're both right. Oh, okay, yeah. America, like, moral superiority is back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the year of our Lord 20... What was it, 2016? Yeah. yeah you're really at your best. Yeah. Nazis <laughs> oh, are yeah. about to get weird for you guys. <laughs> uh, how about you, BT? Any other notes? Uh, only a couple. First of all, I realised another benefit of recording in lockdown is I can fart as much as I want without <laughs> worrying about... Disturbing my co-hosts, uh, so that's nice. We're not all locked in the same room. Uh, <laughs> Was that like uh, being able to appropriately respond to some of the weaker moments of this episode? No, no. I mean, I literally did while Malloy was talking, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. I don't have to worry about you know. Oh, during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was maybe I like I hit too many of your notes, and it was a fear response. No, no, no. Like I got nothing <laughs> to say. <laughs> I always have more notes, and if not, I'll just make something up. Uh, I do like that. We're down to a real nail biter. It's one goal with a 28 minutes to go. Like, okay. That's yeah. An insurmountable lead of one goal. <laughs> that's right. Uh, my other note was a bit I really liked with, uh, you know, they try to bribe Homer and he says no and he leaves. He goes, oh, don't worry. We have other ways and pulls out a gun. And the guy's like, what other ways do we have other than money and guns? He's like, we have two very good ways. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> that's was, my objective opinion yeah, it's fine. It was comedy's just, it was a spectrum li- isn't it <laughs> like, it was just it was just a little bit spanish inquisition you know right so. <laughs> and that was all your notes and that was all my notes all right um i do like the, the low of homer's mood is eating food off service trays that have been left out side hotel doors and although it didn't need it just the person coming out what are you doing it's okay i'm american oh fine like, yeah there was something about that ex- exchange that was so bizarre, I found it funny. Yeah, um, yeah I had the same reaction. And similar with the uh, Krusty Burger randomly built in the Amazon, and then Mr. Teeny hatching the plan with the rest of the monkeys to bite him. I found that yeah, sequence c- so rough. And maybe it's just, maybe it's just like, maybe now I'm being hypocritical because it's kind of like, oh, now <laughs> they're actually biting, and I'm like, oh no, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's an episode that contains things that will hit differently. But mm. anyway, let's reduce it down to a couple of medals when we rank this thing. Fucking hell, I walked up a staircase to do that one. <laughs> it did. You get a gold for effort. Ah, thank you. Gold. <laughs> On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just, eh, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold. But for the best, of the very best, the episodes which The Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Um, 
yeah, I guess I'm more up on this episode than I was expecting. Mm. And I have been uh, really the participants border just sort of going between them like Homer, Australia, America, Australia, America. Yep. Uh, I'm going to land on a part, I think. It's mm. just there was some good stuff, but it just didn't live up to it enough for me. So part for me. David, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm definitely like struggling on that exact same border. God, like some of those lines are some real bronze material, but <laughs> it's a if it is a bronze, it's a shameful bronze. Um, so I think it's going to be probably a participant. Yeah. All right, and BT, finish her off. I mean, let me just be the echo chamber here because I I want to give it more than participant because it's competent and I really appreciate yeah. that. But they just I don't think I got a really good laugh the entire episode, and I do appreciate that it held most of its parts together. But that said, there are some jokes that the three of us just like, what was what even was that? Why are my yeah. dogs tight? What is going on? Yeah, the tight dogs and, really dropped at a whole rank, hey. Well, <laughs> Straight there, there off the are, podium. There are a few bits where I'm just like, oh, like even when we were talking about, you know, I'm gonna die the American way in a foreign country in shorts, it's like that was that was your best line. Your, mm. your best, you know. So yeah. It's it's so close and that's what's heartbreaking, but participant. No, I think you hit the nail on the head, Peach. It's just like this script clearly needed a few more passes, mm. but like it's so much more forgivable than the other oh, yeah. ones where we've gone, that's an obvious first draft. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Shameful bronze, but a shiny participant. Uh, well, it's a unanimous participant. Yeah. Well, unless you did want to get the me. bronze. Fuck me, I guess. No, that's I'm good. That's the way good. math works, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it'll be the, God, sixth episode from season 25 to get a unanimous participant. It'll be joining Yellow Subterfuge, where it starts out with that whole Skinner Django parody. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Digs, where Bart gets into falconry with a Daniel Radcliffe type. Oh, uh, yeah. Brick Like Me, the Lego episode, and the Yellow Badge of Cowage, which is an episode I'm failing to remember right now. I, I think, think it's something the- to do with Santa's Little Helper. I think it's like fireworks. I don't know if you were there for that one, Beach. I don't know. I do remember. I think I was because I remember struggling with that title. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and uh, YOLO. But that was a participation by uh, Split Decision with our mm. good friend, Michael Swain. Good friend of the show. Best friend, yes. in fact. He loves us. Yep. We love him. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time to do the next episode. And we're going to go watch season 14's Three Gays of the Condo. We will be back. And I've got waveforms. Okay, yes, I have waveforms. Yes. Waveforms. Yeah, there's my waveforms. Wonderful. All right. right. Going to be some peaking in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? And we are back, and we just watched a Teens Era episode. This was Season 14, Episode 17, Three Gays of the Condo. Mm. First released in April of 03, it was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Matt Warburton. In this episode, after doing a massive jigsaw puzzle, Homer finds out that Marja was thinking about leaving him after he got drunk at Moe's grand opening, and he goes and lives with two gay guys, and then the episode's pretty well about that. Hey, y'all, what did we think? I feel underqualified to comment on aspects of this episode. I feel qualified. <laughs> Fuck this episode and everything in it. <laughs> you promise peaking. There is peaking. <laughs> Jesus H. Macy. <laughs> okay, I just want to say the jigsaw opening. I had a lot of fun with this. And I then know. that 
uh, fun the, was just fucking booted out the window. Like the first two acts, I'm like, okay, we're doing the Homer. Mar- Does Marge really love Homer thing? We've done this mm. so many times, but okay. But yeah, the jigsaw was fun. And then even the elements of the argument, because I do like that Homer says, have you always resented me? And he see, Marge is like, uh, yeah, a little bit. You're like, okay, mm. you actually kind of feel for both yeah. of them at that point. That's, Thank that's you pretty for heavy actually stuff. hitting us with some truth there. Like, good yeah, she's you. not yeah. been like, oh, I've come to accept you or anything. It's like, no, she's like, yeah, a little bit of me has always had a problem. It's like, that's wow. Okay, we're going there. We do not go there. We go some <laughs> <Sure>. other places. <laughs> that it puts so much of the onus on her to make this situation right. Is I just know that's so mm. bad. Yeah. It, well, it, it, it's full on gaslighting, like, honestly. Yeah. Like, she is being... And she's gaslit by fucking Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Lisa! She is, like... It's... Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so enraged. It's one of the things about this episode that, yeah, has always stuck weird with me is that line from Lisa is that, I know Dad cares about you, but his feelings are really hurt. Uh, yeah. It's yes. just... Mm, it, it, just say you're sorry. And it's like, no... Yeah, but that's the other thing. They almost swing it back when they, okay, we're going to meet, we're going to have this date, and then Homer gets drunk and doesn't show up. And yeah. you're like, and Marge storms off angry. Like, okay, we're swinging this back around to her side. And then no. Yeah, yeah. I actually, like, you, you talked about qualifications for it before, BT. I actually feel like I am, without going into too much detail on it, very, very, very overqualified for this particular episode. And, like... The way that they deal with the dynamic between Marge and Homer is the worst I have ever seen it. And it is genuinely like, I think it's dangerous, honestly, Mm. because it's Mm. that kind of like, it comes from that era of thinking around like relationships of like, oh, they're not perfect, but you stick with them. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's the dynamic that has led to a lot of women staying with their partner until their partner kills them. Like, you know, not to bring the tone of the the podcast down too much, but I feel like the rhetoric of this episode is so poisonous. Like, it's it's Mm. awful. Yeah, if you love him, stand by him no matter what. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, and... I don't know if it's intentional, but it feels like there's a just a tiny amount of, like, Grady trying to seduce Homer, and that feels pretty insidious as well. Yeah. They, yeah. they just wanted to throw that in for the trailer. Like, guess what happens this week on The Simpsons? You're like, that was the point. I nearly shoved yeah. the laptop off there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, fully. It's like one of those Lady Gaga kissing Marge moments. Mm. It's like, oh, how did we get here? And it's like, oh, through a bad episode, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's hook into this fucking thing. Uh, BT, we'll start with you. For better or worse, what's something that stands out to you? Uh, we now have two possibilities for a playlist that I'm just going to throw to now. Uh, actually, no, three. Holy shit. All uh, right. Getting the playlist question out of the way. I know. Lenny's eye. He's not supposed to get jigs in it. Yeah, I, I did like that. Oh, it's uh, so good. What's with the deranged look? <laughs> and yeah. Uh, oh, man. The jigsaw was so much fun. Why did it go so bad? was, yeah. It was like a, a much... It was a better start than the last episode. Mm-hmm. But actually, that's the same with Lenny getting the pudding in the eye because that ends in the Homer panda rape episode. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. So maybe, maybe Lenny's eye is the real red flag. <laughs> maybe. I mean, mm. I hadn't thought about that, but now I'm terrified. Um, let's see. Before the episode goes too horrid, there's a bit where you know, they're like, uh, how do we tell you this, Homer? We have an active social life. Let's say, oh, me too. I have a card where if you get a sub sandwich, they punch the card and then you get one more sub sandwich and then I get a free sub sandwich. <laughs> First of all, I love his line delivery of just how excited he is about that. Yeah. And also, it's another fucking Jared reference. 
another fucking Jared reference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It used to have the commercial with that guy who was fat. And now he's just ugly. It's like, okay, so yeah, you made that other episode thirteen <laughs> years after. It's like, yeah, thirteen years. Yeah, yep. it's crazy. And you know what? The other crazy thing is, the next episode I've got lined up with you also works with this playlist. Are you fucking how? <laughs> did you plan this? This is a Jared no, playlist. No, I, I, I did not. I did not realize <laughs> there'd be they... a subway thread running through these three. It's definitely what? look. It's it's on the fucking gunning for Dave's ass playlist for sure. <laughs> Hang on a second. I got to do some math here because I was about to say what are the odds, but we know because there's what seven hundred episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> if only there was some sort of index we could <laughs> reference. So it's what. 700 times 699 times 698. So there was a 1 in 341 million chance of getting a Jared playlist. Anyway. I like those odds. Yeah. What was your uh, other playlist? Uh, Hibbert's hair through the ages. I always liked that every Did time we go, go to the Hibbert in the past, he's got a different hairstyle. And uh, this continues that trend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd be rocking a Rodman, given the timing and everything. Yeah, mm. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about hair, so <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm only familiar with Dennis Rodman because I watched WCW in the 90s. Um, <laughs> uh, what a weird era. Rodman and Ho- Hulk Hogan were a tag team, and they had a match against... Oh, yeah. I think it was Jay Leno and Diamond Dallas Page. I only know about this because of The Last Dance, but yeah, that was, oh, yeah, that was that's a good right. chunk of that show. <laughs> Yeah, because he was missing practice and shit to go hang out with wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Malloy? What stands out to you from this episode for better or worse or worse or worse? Um, uh, so I yeah. might want to just turn your mic down before he starts yelling. <laughs> I think that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed a place to put my spiders. Mm. Um, there was a couple of little moments like that. And like you were saying, yeah, the, the, the solid opening mm. and then... Then we just dropped straight into it. I really mm. thought we're going to get like some actual comeuppance and sort of analyzing yeah. of Homer's actions, but he immediately puts his addiction on Marge and mm. then gaslights his kids into being on his side. Mm. And it's just, it's so much more than just like, oh, he's goofy and a little bit ignorant and a little bit, yeah. you know, like thoughtless or selfish or whatever. It's like, oh no, he's a danger like he is a really really bad person or even to like take out the you know the the gaslighting part of it is a bad person but like you know he's a sick person at the very least Mm. like this is a person with a very serious problem and all of the jokes around that were just either like really cheap or again in that kind of like semblance of just being too dark to really work for the subject matter like they never quite found that there were older episodes that had darker jokes that landed because they were just better constructed and all of the darkness in in these just don't because they try and then paper it over and say oh don't worry Marge still loves him as mm. if that's somehow a as though that was for... the point yeah 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 like it's somehow on her to go and get Weird Al Yankovic to sing an underwhelming parody song to fix their like yeah Mm, I mean, I think, Um, uh, you know, the Weird Al song over the credits really summed it up. They got over their schism, but the dude never dealt with his alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And nor did the series or any of the writers. Just on that quickly, apparently they had to call Weird Al back because one of the original lines in the Weird Al credits song was, and now we've got time to fill, so why don't you go pee before King of the Hill? But then Fox changed their scheduling and put King of the Hill before <laughs> The Simpsons. And so they were like, uh, Weird Hal had fun on this show, even if it was just a brief cameo. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, okay. that's arguably better anyway. It yeah. is. It's, it's a better joke. Um, well, yeah, and I agree with the underwhelming parody. And it's just, 
not a cute play on Jack and Diane. It's just a couple of cheap fat jokes at Homer. And exactly. Yeah, I mean, I love Weird Al Yankovic so yeah, much, totally. but like, yeah. I never listen to Fat and fucking Eat It anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those times have passed, right? Yeah. No, there is some Weird Al stuff that doesn't date particularly well, but he's always been a bit good natured. Which yeah. also the line that he has after Homer went gay, they patched up their skiz. Like, he didn't go gay. Like, yeah. he didn't go gay. <laughs> you don't Not go even gay. for pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I think brings me to the big thing that stood out is like mm-hmm. when you first mentioned this episode, just the name of it because it had gays in the name. I immediately went to, oh, it's the one with the steel mill and the guy in the Hawaiian yeah. shirts and that mm-hmm. whole like Homer confronting his homophobia thing with with Bart. Yeah. Zap. Yeah, which is like an episode that I remember being pretty enjoyable. I haven't seen it in a long, yeah. long time, so I don't know how well it aged. Uh, we we saw it not too long ago. It's it's held it holds. Yeah, yeah good. Uh, it's yeah, surprisingly that's kind of what I thought. like there is some nineties. Uh, maybe would have changed that wording, but no. Overall, like, yeah. and we think it was because uh, John Waters was a consultant on that episode. Mm. Yeah, right. This episode doesn't feel like it had this. No, lot of cliches on this one. <laughs> This feels like they they paid their consultant to go and gay bash Sean Waters. Like this is uh, God. Like and and particularly, so I, I think that's the the thing that made me just frustrated and sad about it was that sense that like that first episode with that that character we were talking about before, like it paints him stereotypically, and it does paint other like gay characters stereotypically, but they're like you know they they're quite an affectionate stereotype here it just feels like a recycling of that it's just the same stereotypes again like they've learned nothing in the preceding years i don't know what kind of like if there's any queer writers on the simpsons at all or you know if they didn't have any outward consultancy Mm -hmm. but the main 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 thing that any queer writer would have said is what the fuck is he kissing him for Mm. yeah like, what possible reason is there for that except, oh, gay guy must like dudes? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's grotesque, really. Like, Well, he said he liked his breakfast, and that yeah, was about I, it. Like, that was the point at which I, I just literally yeah. had, I had no more time for this episode whatsoever. Yeah, and yeah, the fair. guy playing uh, Grady, uh, that person in question, was uh, Scott Thompson. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kids in the Hall. I'm not really. Um, nope. But yeah, I mean, he is an out-and-out gay man. and But mm. yeah, we don't have that similar nuance with yeah John Waters uh, having a pass at the script on Homer's phobia. Because like, mm. apparently Homer originally said the F word in that script. Um, yeah. The one he that said Matt... fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that Matt Damon, uh, his daughter, taught him not to say. Um, <laughs> topical. I did think that was quite a timely pick. I actually, like, in defense of Matt Damon's daughter, I did have the same conversation with my father. So... <laughs> Yeah, we all have to, unfortunately, with our family members. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but on that as well, apparently Harvey Feierstein was asked to reprise his role. He played Carl, the assistant, in uh, when mm. Homer got ah, the right. Medoxinil and all the hair. Um, and just reading from Wikipedia here, yeah, Feierstein said, the script was a lot of very clever gay jokes, but there just wasn't that Simpsons twist. He turned on the role and he elaborated, saying, basically Homer just had a lot of fun hanging out with gay men, drinking in bars, dancing at discos and all that, but there was nothing. There was no commentary there. Every restaurant had a silly gay name. The gym had a silly gay name. All the double yep. entendres, obviously. And I said, anybody could do this. You're the fucking Simpsons. Do something we've never <laughs> seen before. 
Oh, oh well said. Dude. Harvey, oh. Firestein on fucking fire. Well said. Yeah, but like I, I think to add to Firestein's thing as well, it's, it's not just that they're not doing anything new or anything clever or bringing any humanity whatsoever to those characters. What they're also doing by adding that kiss scene in at the end is they're putting in the exact gay panic fear yeah. Yeah. that leads to people being beaten. Mm. Like, you know, this that was a fucking defense for murder in mm. America for a long time. I think it in some states it still is. In, uh, I think it was Northern Territory up until like yeah. four years ago. Fuck like, yeah, yeah. like shockingly recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like... This is like exactly the conversation I don't want to be having on an mm. episode where I'm, you know, on a show where I'm talking to my friends about the cool comedy show that we liked. Yeah. Like none of these things are being brought up in a context where it's like this show did something, you know, impressive or brave by mm. addressing these things. They took all the cheapest routes. They did a poor job on those cheap routes. And like, God, I just, I think this entire thing is just, completely morally reprehensible like i'm so angry yeah oh sorry <laughs> i promise the next one will bring us no, back no no that's I fine promise. it's absolutely not on you we're, whatsoever we've got no, some excellent on... cartoons coming up kids i swear <laughs> <laughs> excellent paul well done sorry what you gonna say page oh no it was, it was uh Something to defuse the situation. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did like that marriage is a constant battle for moral superiority. Yeah. But she'd already won the fucking battle. Mm. Yep. And yeah, I mean, even though what stands out to me, even though I was saying, yeah, I really enjoyed the opening of this one, it still starts with a fucking bummer of a joke. It's like, Ooh, yeah. Homer's like, oh, I'm really excited. I hope it's as fun as Pictionary last week. And oh, the kids fuck, are like, I forgot about that. Dad, th mm -hmm. that was a intervention for your drinking. So this is an episode that has memory and has like Homer's drinking being a problem built into the script and fucking does nothing about it. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about that intro. God damn. Yeah. And, like, even though at the end, like, people had forced him to get drunk or tempted mm. him or whatever, like, yeah, his impulse control is never called into question. And he's shown in this episode as being a horrible drunk. He's, like, literally leaving his beer cans and fucking eggshells on the floor. Like, yeah. Uh. And it also places the fault on the gay characters then as well, because not only mm. are they enabling him, not only are they putting him in a situation where he misses that date night, they're also then trying to coax him into their lifestyle. It's fucked. Yeah. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, play count. Have we seen this one before? I mean, yes. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, it used to actually be on my Elliot Stoner Simpsons playlist, and I recorded this one just because I had such a big love for Weird Al, and yeah. it's one of these episodes like The Bard of War where, like, it was a whatever episode at the time, but it's only... You know, in reflecting and learning, it's like, oh, yeah. no, no, when no, When you no. really do mm. the critical watch, you're like, wait a No, second. I totally get that. And, and and I also, like, I totally get as well, from a non-queer perspective, how mm. it could seem like a pretty kind of, like, eh kind of episode. Well, yeah, um, at the time, I'm, like, fucking 12 or 15. Like, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it, and you've I, got no reason to be to be I going, oh, this is all that terrible yeah i think it does a bit in the sense that homer's having fun with these guys and he's going out dancing and it's all fine and yet that does a lot to make it not seem like a problem until you start pulling it apart yeah but yeah, yeah. it's also like it's trying to be the homer goes gay episode and like it just doesn't mesh yeah it's like it's not like smoking a joint you fuckwits <laughs> like um but how was the wackiness in this one what were some of the cartoony moments that stood out to us I actually don't have any notes of whack in particular. I will say, um, 
Lisa is once again reading Clue in the Clock, which is the one that has so many swears. Oh, right. Uh, so that's See, that I nice did pull. like that joke that she was reading him the bedtime story. Yeah. And I do like a good one-way conversation joke. And yeah, that line, no, Dad, I'm sure she won't be killed. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny to me. Which is also, that's age well, because she was recently killed. Nancy Drew was. Yes. Oh, what? In what? fiction or that in life? In, in fiction, she was fucking killed. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. No, I'm serious. I'm not joking. That is, Who I, shot Nancy I, Drew? Yeah, a little bit. The, the, the mystery no one will solve because she was the one who solved the mysteries. Maybe it's probably it's... one of those things where it's like she quote unquote died at the yeah. beginning and then it turns out she didn't. But like, mm. yeah, 100%. I, I saw that pop up somewhere. It's like, they killed Nancy Drew. Yeah, now all we've got left is Encyclopedia Brown. Oh. He, he can't solve that one. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were a couple of cartoony moments. Like I did like the animation of the jigsaw being poured out and, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. tapping the already upside down box. Some good shit and there. Just how many jigsaw pieces came out of that? Mm. There's a bit where we cut back to like the medieval times where Marge is meant to be meeting Homer and comic book guy is just being carried away on a stretcher with a spear in his stomach. Oh, so, like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have either of you guys been to a medieval times restaurant? Are they a thing in Australia? I mean, we, we probably gave it a shot somewhere, but yeah. we probably just don't have the demographic who'll go once and then never again, you know? Sure. Um, but just on animation moments, uh, this episode won an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go and completely fuck yourself, they, they Emmys. just give it to The Simpsons. We've covered yeah. this so many times before where they've been up against modern, really good animated series, and there's like... Uh, whatever the Simpsons give it to them. And uh, sorry to like just make us even more of a bummer. That year, it beat out as told by Jim Jar, Kim Possible, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Futurama. It also beat yeah. for their episode Jurassic Park. Oh fuck, fuck me! Off. Are you kidding? Are you uh, kidding? One you of know, the, the arguable fucking best episodes of Futurama. The one that Agreed. makes people bleed tears. Yeah. <laughs> and this was more of a bummer than that. Yeah. <laughs> For different reasons. Yeah. So anyway, so how about the heart of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Like, just throw the questionnaire uh, out. This sucks. <laughs> I mean, we already. my only note of heart was the one I already mentioned where Homer says, our entire marriage, you've been res secretly resenting me. And Marge says, well, yeah, a little bit. Like, again, that had such promise i remember this episode yeah. well enough to know that they weren't going to cover that mm. but um the promise of that at that point of they're actually going to touch on some pretty heavy stuff i'm like okay cool wow that's that's got you know the feelings i wouldn't call it heart as in love you know fun feelings but you know mm. real emotion to that yeah and it totally it it felt legit like the delivery on it particularly i think she really sold that mm. yeah uh, the, the other thing with the heart that really rubs me the wrong way is that they, for no particular reason, they put this fight two days before Marge finds out she's pregnant. And that yeah. kind of sullies the nice moment of them, you know, fucking in the golf course windmill. Oh, yeah, true. I Dr. Hibbert going, I think we know why I've been experiencing nausea and <laughs> congratulations. Doh. Yeah. And the retcon is the, the least worst thing about it. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons of the characters behaving like themselves? Yeah, nope. we yelled at this. <laughs> in a terrible way, yes, in terms of Latter-day Simpsons, yeah. where they do sure. have these moments. Uh, I mean, earlier when David was saying, you know, that it was the most irreprehensible irrepre he's ever seen Homer, it's like, <laughs> you haven't seen the one where he crashes the car and puts Marge in the driver's seat, have you? <laughs> Whoa, no, honestly, I think this is worse. While drunk, and Marge was drunk, and she gets charged for mm. drunk driving. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, uh, the, the subtext Fuck. of this, I would say, is worst, but the text of that one is worse. So, uh, which one's o- yeah. worse overall? I don't know. Yeah, and even, like, yeah, just Lisa and Bart just going, just apologize and not mean it. And Fuck me. Yeah. yeah it doesn't seem like them. There's just no nuance yeah, for, in the show. For something that had that moment of you can't just patch over problems because they'll cause problems later on, to then have that bit in it, it, it it's boiling in anger i didn't know it was there so that's fun <laughs> yeah not that you know i expected the simpsons to be kind of like the moral barometer for society but this no. feels like a really really haunting measure of where we were at that point in time yeah um, but i mean to bring it back to homer's phobia it's like watching that is like oh that dates well and then this one mm. is just like Oh, that was like seven years after, and this is just that dated the second it got out in the game. Oh, sure, but like people, yeah. fucking some like it hot is more woke than this. <laughs> anyway, what would you like to change about it, David? Uh, literally everything after the puzzle, every <laughs> every word, every action, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing is like, if you are going to acknowledge the toxic dynamic in the relationship, fix it or break it. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Don't just panda like that and act like the reset button is going to cover that up. You can't, like, that's horrific. And also stop being homophobic, for Christ's sake. Mm. Uh, BT? Yeah. I mean, I think we've already yelled most of these points, but yeah, yeah just... I, I realise I have to get back to Homer being a guy who drinks because that's part of the character and that's sure. been there forever. But there has got to be something you can do. Think of the one where he gives up beer for a month and that's really good and impactful and then has yeah. that bike ride with Marge at the end. Give us some kind of him meeting her halfway at least. And maybe there's a version of him hanging out with these guys in the apartment and having a good time. But do it differently. Get yeah. a consultant and bring them yeah. in and maybe have have him being, oh, look, it's fun partying and dancing all night with you guys, but I miss my family. And if I have to make a sacrifice for that, that's what I'm going to do. And then the music goes, na, 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 na. And everyone goes, oh, I don't know, something. Yeah, like you can have engagement with those characters. They just have to be real and they have to Mm. not just, you know, like be in service of, you know, oh, it must be nice to live this fun, easy life that all gay guys Mm. live. Um, uh, But also, like, I I think to draw it back specifically to what happens in the episode, you mentioned the the drawing at the top, the Pictionary drawing. And I feel like that's my entire issue with this because you've always had this kind of, like, depiction of homer is the kind of light edge of this huge huge social problem we have mm. so like yeah, yeah his his alcoholism is is very much part and parcel to the show like i wouldn't say oh homer needs to stop drinking it's like because yeah i i understand that and i understand the comment and i think that in some ways can be noble but in the way that they present it and especially when it is a problem in his life but like to really go to the depths of showing this is something that his children draw images of him making them cry. Yeah. And it's uh, like, the, it was just, it was too many steps too far where it stopped being about, we can make this an underhanded social commentary and just became <laughs> alcoholics are funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's no, no. And I mean, on that as well, there's that, yeah, really rough suicide joke outside the bachelor's yeah. arm apartment as well. It's just... Yeah, the the sign three days without a suicide is one thing. To then have a gunshot and it sets to zero, it's like, ooh. I, I just wrote down, oof. Miserable. Yeah. Like, there's where's the punchline? No, where's it, the comedy in that? It's the derangement of The Simpsons. You know, they're like Homer, who's been doing the jigsaw for too long. They've been doing The Simpsons, <laughs> to, and they're just shoving things in. Is this funny? <laughs> like, 
And um, they said, they, she, like Marge said to him, no scissors. They have not listened. <laughs> I really like that joke. That's how the pros it's, do it's it. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, coming into what I'd change, it's like, I wish Homer's petulance was kind of cold a bit more. Like if you ever had the guy who, you know, broke up with someone and it's just, they're on social media showing them working out or fucking having nice <laughs> dinners or whatever. It's like, yeah. look how good I'm doing right now. I kind of wish there was a bit more of that, like, and less of, oh, Homer's doing gay, stereotypical gay affectations now. I kind of wish he was acting out to try and get Marge's attention, like how much better I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. It's like they missed that a large part of the point of Queer Eye is actually getting people to turn their lives around, not to just wear a different shirt. (laughs) No, exactly. All right, uh, we are here. David, do you have any other notes about this episode before we finally rank this thing? (laughs) (laughs) None I need to poison your dearest listeners' ears with any further. BT? Uh, I like Marge's early line of like, uh, it says fun for the whole family. Why would a box lie to a person? It's just that beautiful (laughs) naivety. I didn't mind uh, uh, ages 8 to 80 and Grandpa and Maggie. We know when we're not wanted. Yep. Uh, Lenny and Carl come around like, Homer hasn't been to work. What happened to him? Is he a rodeo clown? Is he poochie again? Yeah. (laughs) Ah, Okay. uh, Jigsaw, I guess he's done with all the fun stuff. And he really, really was. (laughs) (laughs) Homer has the line I kind of like of, what made you judge Judy in execution? I'm like, that, okay, that's a bit low fruit, but it worked. It got me. And it was in Hot Fuzz as well. I wonder what was first. I'm going to look at Yeah, that. I was going to say it's, it's low fruit in the sense that it's fruit on the ground that is rotten. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just never thought of it before. Hot Fuzz did it in 07. Okay, so they ripped off the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> the one I liked and then immediately hated was uh, Hans Wallman, who's like, oh, this isn't my army reunion. Yeah, yeah. The moment where he's like, how could you possibly think it was? I like that as a joke. But then the guy walking up to him in the ripped army uniforms, like, you're coming home with me. He's like, yes. So it's like, no, God. Yeah. I, the- liked, I liked an adorable lost mole man kind of joke. That's fine. But uh. the fucking axe breaks in this one. Cause yeah, that was the second one. And the first one is, yeah, Homer crying in Bart's bed where Bart's going, I'm in Disneyland. <sighs> yeah, again, darkness at once more. Hello, mm. darkness. <laughs> My old friend. Yeah, get out of my Simpsons episode. <laughs> <laughs> or just, just like, don't even get out of the episode. Just serve a purpose. Yeah. Just serve a purpose rather than, oh, this is a bit of a mean joke, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Darkness, if you're going to live here and not pay rent, you need to do something. So just yeah. sweep up or, I don't know, arrange yeah. the DVDs. I only, I only like Darkness when they're with jokes. And when they're not with jokes, they're just kind of a bit much. Yeah, you don't have anything like, to talk to them about. You're like, yeah. how's your job? Oh, you're done. <laughs> small okay. talk never works. Yeah, they just they give you nothing. But when they're with someone else, it's great. <laughs> um, and yeah, my final notes. And yeah, as especially as someone who in last lockdown did a 3,000-piece Marvel jigsaw, there was some pretty fun, relatable jokes. And I always True. have the line in my head of, oh, these two pieces are already connected. We're halfway there. Like, I love that optimism. Uh, as someone who got to watch that happen and not participate, it was uh, funny. Oh, you, you put together a, a Spider-Man. It's true. I, because fu- I, I found your last piece that was uh, in the wrong spot as well. Ah, that's right. Ooh. And yeah, I remember when you were sorting it out, we yeah, made the joke of J. Jonah Jameson, you know, get me pieces, <laughs> pieces of, of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the insanity of lockdowns. <laughs> and yeah, in, in amongst all the bad stuff, like Homer going through the memories, I like, oh, Marge kept that old business card I made to impress her. Homer Simpson, quarterback. And then when he's playing asteroids and being really gross and asking her to feed him nachos, I still love the line, oh, tell that to the brave crew of the SS Triangle. Oh, oh evil rocks. 
<laughs> and uh, stupid Flanders and his misleading silhouette. All right, that's all my notes. It's time to rank this thing. David, please kick it off. You know where I'm at. Yep. <laughs> but for the viewers who are... QB! <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, this is a resounding failure. All right, BT, what do you reckon? Uh, look, I'm going to be honest and admit that I came in not too down on this episode, and I thought the sensitive parts were going to be all the, the gay elements. Uh, that said, yeah, Malloy really kind of opened my eyes to the uh, other aspects of this, which is the real kind of toxicity running through it. And then on top of that, you have all the gay panic stuff that even makes it worse. That moment that really kind of clicked into place for me was the very beginning where they have the alcoholism joke about the whole intervention, and like... Oh yeah, they've been doing this this entire time, and it's yeah, it was subtle rage, but it got to rage, and uh, I feel enlightened for it, and therefore also furious. So I will also give it a failure. That makes you an ally. Thank you, BT. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to admit that yeah, look, I didn't even catch it at first, uh, but no, totally. You know. And again, like I don't think people are at fault for for that. I, I think you know, like this is this is the thing. Unlike The Simpsons, many of us have grown. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, it's one of those things where you can say, oh, it was of its time, but then, yeah, you're then drawn in with the point of comparison with Homer's phobia. And, mm. like, as memorable as a lot of the jigsaw material has been for me, and, like, even though some mm. of those lines that I still use to this day, it just doesn't justify the rest of it, which just tanks it so fucking hard. And it is reminding me a lot of the Bard of War, which that one starts out with Barton Milhouse discovering Ned's secret Beatles stash. Mm -hmm. And there's some, like, fun moments in there, and especially if you are a Beatles fan, it's very referential. That being fun, yeah. But then they do the whole Boy Scouts, but they're uh, aping American, Native American culture. And mm. it's just after that, it's a whole bunch of discomfort that just, it's a fucking bummer. And nothing as great as Weird Al can save this fucking thing. <laughs> it is a failure from me, making that a unanimous failure. We are giving this the, the index, index finger! finger! It will be the second episode from season 14 to get a unanimous failure. It will be joining the Bard of War. <laughs> <laughs> so another interesting thing with this this was the last season 14 episode the simpsons index are reviewing Woo, we ticked off another season yeah we that did. sounds like a good thing and yep. the final overall ranking from the season was dependent <laughs> on this episode because it Oof. was right on the shiny bronze bronze border mm -hmm. and yep that unanimous failure ranking has brought it right down to a bronze average all around all right. So, wow. yeah, we had the lows of the Bard of War and Three Gays of the Condo, but the highs of Bart versus Lisa versus the Third Grade. Okay, that one is pretty good. All right, let's just uh, get to the classic era and let's bathe in the classic era. Let's just wash ourselves with this. <laughs> still not clean, still not clean. <laughs> I don't want to editorialize, but it's a fucking stone cold classic. We are going to watch season six's Bart versus Australia. Ah, yes. We will be back. And we are back and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was Season 6, Episode 16, Bart vs. Australia. First released in February of 1995, it was directed by Wes Archer, written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. In this episode, it's Bart vs. Australia. He takes us fucking down a few pegs. Hey, y'all, what do we think? Okay, so during this part of the podcast, we each get two candy apples. <laughs> All right, no. One candy and one caramel. <laughs> <laughs> caramel. Uh. 
I feel like mm, I've yeah. just done a cleanse. <laughs> I know, it's, like, it's like a nice steamy hot bath. My pores so are open. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm exfoliated. I'm ready to love again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, this was great. But yeah, fun fact, me and PT have actually already reviewed mm. this on podcast form. Uh, we were on oh. uh, Worst Episode Ever, which picked this episode. They normally do post-classic bad episodes exclusively, but uh, apparently the Simpsons fandom argue that this is yeah. the start of a bad trend with Simpsons for the go-to episode because this was their first, which is weird when you think yeah, about yeah. it. It's like, wow, they really went far for their first go-to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, an absolute delight to revisit this one. I'm sure you agree, BT. Uh, it's also kind of nice that we don't, like, we're the country that's allowed to laugh at this one. No yeah. one else, <laughs> Yeah, but we're allowed to. And that's, yeah, like, you, you'd see that as the difference between the Brazilian episodes, right? Because you yeah. saw the response from Brazil, whereas we're like, yes, pile it on. Like, yeah. we deserve your scorn. Well, the other thing is, I think this episode actually pokes more jokes, like, at America than it does Australia. For sure. like, yes. The Australia jokes are more sort of goofy and things, but like, Malloy, what do you think of this one? Had it been a while since you'd seen it or? It's been ages and ages since I've seen this one, but it's definitely like one of the ones that I have seen the most of any Simpsons episode because it was on heaps, Mm. heaps and heaps. And it was, it's great. Like it's untouchable. Like it's, it's so much fun. I mean, it's not untouchable. There's some, (laughs) there's some age things we'll get to, but like, yeah, it's, it's just so much fun. And like the, the wackiness is really there in a way that like you can see the the animators having so much fun you can see the voice yeah. actors having so much fun even as they grapple with the some of the worst accents the show's ever produced <laughs> but, like, oh my yes <laughs> yeah that's the the common complaint is that yeah it sounds more like they're from south africa than it does yeah, that they're specifically from like um i can't believe I'm sometimes already... irish yeah hmm. i can't believe but at least that's closer though like yeah, i can't believe the kid like is he, yeah. he sounds straight up like he's from new zealand like hello yeah. sir sir return from the culabaggeries place also he is now like the most foul-mouthed meme oh, <laughs> like, yeah. i'm glad yes. you brought that up because yeah when we reviewed this on worst episode ever you know they're an american podcast so i wanted to show them the weird fucking subculture of simpsons <laughs> to bias memes and they were baffled <laughs> like <laughs> Hey, Tobias, there's that bird you'd like to argue with. Well, if it isn't that fucking bin chicken. <laughs> Listen, cunt, it's not enough to scab the trash. You have to earn it. Uh, yes. yeah. The cracking open of a good tinny is like a good finger blast. Just skull the fucking tinny. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, I saw a, pro, a play recently called uh, Dear Australia, and there was a monologue okay. that was from, like, you know, an Australian high school kid, and it legit yeah. began with the line... <laughs> Oi, cunt, don't be a dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just scrolled past another one. Uh, Tobias is Ralph with the card I'd ru ru root ya. <laughs> That's extremely good. Uh, hey, well, I mean, was it Queensland just got the Olympics? Yeah, yes. Brisbane. Mascot, Tobias, bring him back. <laughs> Welcome, cunts. <laughs> Show your support for our team and shelve some pingers. <laughs> and then fuck off. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we can have fun at ourselves. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so, David, uh, for better or worse, what is a moment that stands out to you from this episode? For some reason, like when the uh, blackboard came up, the blackboard gag, I really thought it was saying, I will not hang dong. <laughs> I really misread that. 
Um, I will not what hang. I, I will not <laughs> hang donuts on myself, which is actually not far off. Just hanging Tom yeah, really. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's only so many places they can be hung. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a quick play to plug the Patreon, we've started mm. a new show called Storyboarding the Chalkboard, where we're working on the theory that every chalkboard gag is actually an unreleased episode of The Simpsons. Oh, sure. So, yeah. And what's the plot line of that episode? <laughs> really thought you were going to say we've got a new podcast called Places to Hang Your Donut. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like five episodes, but you got to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're three hours each. They're deep. <laughs> Subscribe now on yeah. patreon.com slash sidequeststudios. <laughs> what were you saying, David? Sorry. Um, I think the thing is always with a great episode is like discovering new things that either you, mm-hmm. you never knew were there or are just mm. like seeing with almost completely fresh eyes. Things like the the visual gags of the two American soldiers eating the flag. Yeah. <laughs> like carefully folding it up. Yeah. And- Incredibly respectfully eating the flag. <laughs> um, which as is, is tradition. Yeah, as is tradition. The Parliament House de Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the AL added yeah. in, clearly. So, yeah. like, oh, like they got the building at a fire sale or something for yeah, you know, a garage sale for Austria. A couple of those sort of like, because they also had the, you know, the, the Hitler reference in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. Das, das Wagenphone ist nuisance phone. <laughs> Another fucking weird playlist. I didn't know we'd be doing a Nazi harboring playlist, but fucking there you go. <laughs> you never think of these things, and yet. Oh, yeah. man. I think the other thing that stood out is that it has, for the most part, I guess because of the target of the jokes, it has aged really pretty well. And the only yeah. things that I think haven't aged well was stuff that, like, you know, at least from my own perspective, when I was the age, when I first watched this, most of the stuff that I would look at now and be like, oh, that's a bit rough. It's like stuff that I had no concept of back then. So mm. it's unlikely that an American audience would. And it's mostly just like, you know, there's one representation of an Aboriginal person in the um, in the mob chasing them, yeah, which is not great. Um, but like, that's kind of it. Like... You know, for the most part. Yeah, but it's also done with, like, everyone as Mad Max as well, so... Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's almost like really uh, leaning in on the joke is that Americans are are culturally unaware, which I think this episode hits on a lot. Totally, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you can go from, you know, the Opera House to Uluru in, like, two minutes. Yeah, Yeah, for sure, yeah. (laughs) Or have, like, you know, a a tourism store that has the sign, It's a high quality... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I missed that. Nice. Oh, that was like a great. guy to sombrero. It's like, what is happening? I, with... I did like the cultural center that outside had the sign of "cut your ass on in." <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. So, okay. God, this is Brisbane. Brisbane. If you're thinking of slogans, <laughs> cut your ass on in. Justin, just and for the forty dollar dues for a sec. Yeah, ah, <laughs> oh, dollar dues. There was actually mm-hmm. a change.org petition that got very far with that <laughs> yeah, to change our national currency. The dollar dues. You yeah, really can't trust democracy. I mean, like yeah. this is also keep in mind Bodie McBoatface. You cannot trust yeah, the populace. True, that started a bad trend of yeah, blank McBlankface. When it clearly should have been Bodie McFloaty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking morons. Democracy spot. I think the other thing that stood, speaking of like fucked political systems, I think the other thing that stood out to me was we need to bring back the boot. I think it's time. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there who need a good boot. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even if it's just a wingtip. Just. <laughs> 
Uh, I'd never get over the line disparaging the boot is a bootable offence. Like, uh, <laughs> and rock bottom, sell that flag. That, I, as yeah. my ancestors would say, is a moray. <laughs> Oh, it's just a little kick in the bum. <laughs> and I mean, that's the other thing. And for our, you know, majority of American audience that might not be aware, yeah, we got rid of capital punishment way before you guys <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence, like, part of the overall joke of... Yeah, I brought this up because uh, Pam was just saying as well that she remembers this episode from having to study it in high school. Oh, and I was right. Like, oh. And she was saying, yeah, you know, they were basically showing us that it's, like, you know, satirical. And obviously, most of the people in the class didn't really get that it was satire. Um, yeah. At the time, but it was also her geography class. Weird. Just an interesting hmm. place to learn about they, uh, satire. So the teacher, so the teacher had a hangover. Yeah, that's probably it. Like, yeah. I, I think you made that beach. I think you made that exact same joke when we reviewed Simpsons Bible stories, and uh, I yeah. told you guys how my history teacher let us watch that one day, and yeah. I was like, well, putting it together, wait, that makes so much sense. This episode like, had nothing to do with what we were reviewing at the yeah, time. Yeah, totally. Double English. It's a known fact. When they wheel in the TV, when they, they're just like, nah, fuck it. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> double English on Mondays in year nine was always quiet reading where you can while our English teacher just sat there with her fingers on her temples, just like, ugh. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> oh, Kahlua. Uh. <laughs> at least they can hide their image in Zoom. <laughs> oh, and also, they're, they're on the... They're I guess go-to episodes, right? The convict gags about us, that just plays better here than it does with Brazil, right? Yeah, like yeah. again, it's that punching up, punching down kind of thing. Like I get I guess because the people it's punching on in that gag are white. So yeah. it feels it less helps. targeted. No, and it's done in that goofy way where yeah. they're just kind of like a zombie horde. Uh... But then they're also kind of like booze from Super Mario that once you look at them, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the way crime works. Oh, I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, we'll pinch uh, your pocketbook, but we are very shy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, just to get it out of the way, uh, the big negative for me is just the Lindsay Chamberlain joke. Yeah. And that's just another thing where... Like, yeah, at the time, the dingo ate my baby was, like, uh, the, the big quote. And then as time went on, we go, oh, wow, we really demonised that lady and she was totally innocent. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, dingo ate her child and she went through the ringer. Mm. So it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it was probably just a quote, like, shrimp on the barbie that got passed yeah. around. That was, like, how you do an Australian episode. Oh, yeah. Totally. And, like, if you are meeting people from the UK a lot of the time, or people from the US, like, that's really kind of their first point of reference. And it's only yeah. it's only really now that we're at the point of I think in large being like hey don't say that <laughs> like yeah. can you not it's actually really bad yeah um but no other than that such a fun time uh, BT what stood oh, out to you wait, from there was huh okay Another there one? was there was yep. one and this yep. upset me oh, oh no Foster's. <laughs> yeah, I was going to so leave offensive. that for the for the wackiness section because people drink Foster's <laughs> in this one nope. Because I never thought I really liked beer until the whole, like, craft beer revolution where we just didn't have these standard, like... Because Foster's, that's not even our Budweiser. That is, yeah. like, so much worse. <laughs> well, because, like, Americans keep Budweiser. Yeah. We don't keep Foster's. We get it the fuck out. No, yeah. we sell it to the UK. Yeah. But that, that said, Stella Artois is their piss water, and that's like, uh, ooh, it's, it's European. It's here, so. yes. Is that right? Yeah. Is that why I've never liked Stella? Uh, Eurofizz was the quote I was told about it from uh, an Englishman. Ah, which is European for piss water. 
<laughs> yeah, it's the fancy British term. <laughs> Need to go take a Euro fizz. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go do that out in the Malanga Gildachuk. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna hang a donut while I do it. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. BT, what stands out to you from this episode? Man, uh, a quick playlist that you shouldn't make is Bart's phony apologies, which links in the last episode. Yeah. But let's not talk about that one. Let's talk about. Oh Bell no, Hartman. I wanted to dig in because oh. this is like showing how to execute the same joke, bad and good. But like, yeah, resolving yeah. it. Can't you just say a phony apology? I do it all the time. I'm sorry. See, it's that easy. Rather mm. than this one, where yeah, he's laughing under his breath afterwards. That's a bit more cheeky and fun. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, the the cheekiness. Oh my god! Like the the opening frame of this with them like racing bathroom products down the sink. <laughs> like it's oh they're kids. They're real kids. Yeah. Yeah. Water doesn't follow your rules. It does what it wants. Like, <laughs> like me, me, babe. babe. <laughs> I gotta say, despite the Coriolis effect, I think Bart backed the wrong horse. I don't think toothpaste uh, would win against shampoo in that anyway. I you mean, know, there's, al- there's only one way to find this yeah, out. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Wait till lockdown ends and we race our race bathroom products and then fly right. to the US. <laughs> and Guys, revelations have been made. <laughs> oh, God, Why didn't they the, cover that on MythBusters? Um, <laughs> during the phone call when he's like, "Oh, that was a call from the the national drainage commission in Springfield." Drainage commission in Springfield. Oh God, there's nothing wrong with the bidet, is there? <laughs> it, yeah, oh, <laughs> so good. Perfect jokes. Yep. Okay. No, no. The point Sorry. I wanted to make. Yeah. Was Phil Hartman? Goddamn, mm. he's got—he doesn't really even have jokes here. It's all just delivery, especially his opening line of just "Oh my, hello." Yeah, <laughs> he's already opened the door and knocking, going knock. <laughs> Incredible! I was about to bring him up too. He's fantastic. He's probably—I yeah. I think he feels like the freshest thing for me on this watch because I'd forgotten yeah. about that character entirely, and he is I, me too. joyous. The second he showed up, I was like. Fuck yes. <laughs> Talking about Americo-Australian relationships. <laughs> yep. Ah, and here's where the Subway playlist comes in because one of the slides in that was oh. Subway, Vegemite, Footlongs, and I can't believe, yeah, I made a Subway playlist out of this. <laughs> I, I missed it. I was, I was writing down my Phil Hartman praise and I missed it. I was wondering what the fuck were you talking about with the Subway? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all the slides, they're referencing various Australian things like Crocodile Dundee, uh, the artist mm-hmm. Ken Doan, that guy Jack who held the big battery and of course the Yahoo Serious Festival. And Lisa's immortal words. I know those words, but that sentence makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think at the time of the episode there were only two Yahoo Serious movies and then a third like a decade later. Like, yeah. So good. <sighs> yeah, wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode of The Simpsons? Totally. I, I love the look on the kangaroo's face when it picks up the frog and it's just like, <laughs> you're my child now. <laughs> like, that, all of the wacky cartoon stuff is so much fun. Even yeah. just the dumb stuff of the koala electrocuting itself. And <laughs> and then climbing back up again. Yeah. Oh, the, the frozen penguin smashing into the station. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That is so fucking funny. Like, <laughs> it's just big ice ball got carried on the wind or something. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and it just the fact that it just gets up and keeps walking is also really... <laughs> like, oh, well, this is a day. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I distinctly remember the putting the frog in the pouch. Um, mm-hmm. did, and then, did... yeah, on the other side of that, yeah. Oh, kangaroos put everything in their pouch. Oh, but not people. There's <laughs> way... Now uh, we're bringing logic into this. Mucus. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, and uh. yeah, the whole commentary on the cane toad thing as well. Like, yeah. So if that Charles frog- was as Elliot. Oh, of course. <laughs> and that I remember thinking, like, I remember when I was a kid and hearing that joke and thinking, that's that's dumb. That's so dumb. Why is that supposed to be funny? That's dumb. Now I'm like, Charles yeah. was this. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie Dews and Charles was yeah. <laughs> We fully would do that. But, yeah, I thought about the logistics this time is, like, either that frog reproduced asexually, reproduced mm-hmm. with their kangaroo or um, any... and Was already preggers when they landed. Ah, he did say girl. Good point. He did, yeah. Yeah. This Guess who a- knows how fucking works, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's a one of the things where the rare things where the Simpsons really do pull from real life, you know, we had the cane toad problem in Australia, and also, yeah, we have a very strict flora and fauna policy, you know, for yep. bringing stuff in as well. It's Yeah, when they chose to be realistic is... Uh, not very mm. wacky. So, what yeah. were some other no, wacky this, things? This episode was actually the inspiration for um, uh, Jeff Vandermeer's Annihilation as well. What's that? <laughs> it's two nation joke. <laughs> That's what it is. It's two nation joke. Like, is it that Netflix movie? No, oh, the movie not... Annihilation. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's I'll, like, I'll, I'll leave it in. Someone will enjoy I've, it. I've seen that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> see how it relates. You can also see how this was like now that that last comment about this is what happens to an ecosystem when you introduce a foreign species in that it can't handle. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, that's why it was being taught in Pam's geography class, I guess. Uh, <laughs> just for that. Yeah, sure, I like yeah, that because it's why. just a very factual thing and it's played off as a <laughs> killer line, Lise. <laughs> <laughs> the other moments of wacky that I fucking love is the American toilet to combat homesickness with yeah. <laughs> yeah. just the <laughs> elaborate fucking machine that barely works. No, to... they're just uh, crying as he salutes and it. I love when they, yeah. they bring it back when Bart's making the decision to take his punishment. He looks at the Marine and he looks at the flag yeah. out the window and he looks at the toilet. It's... <laughs> National pride filling him all the way from mm. his head to his butt. Also, just the wacky <laughs> montage when they, instead of, you know, putting us through some sort of plane scenario like they did with the Brazil episode, like we get a, a montage moving, or not a montage, but a, 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 God, I'm a fucking film person. I should know what this is. A tracking shot through the yep. earth. <laughs> and you see like the various different like coffins that have one of the corpses digging down out of the grave. Um, There's dinosaurs in neat little coffins. There's a god of some kind. I believe it's Vishnu. Yeah, I was going to say Vishnu, but I I always... I'm not 100%. Exactly, yeah, because I I never know if... Is that the elephant one or am I getting it right? Uh, That's Ganesh. Yeah, Ganesh. Ah, thank you. Okay. But yeah, when I'm exhausted sometimes, I do think of, again, that (laughs) one-syllable line delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Just wiping the brow. And then Skylab. I'm not sure I get the Skylab thing, but it's like, that's probably something. Ah. It was, I can't quite remember either, but it was like an early kind of, before the um, ISS space station, which is an international space station, Mm. they had Skylab, which I believe crashed. Right. Or like, but intentionally, it was, uh, oh, we don't need this thing anymore, let it just uh, re-entry, I think. I really can't remember. Was that before or after the Space Probe 7 disaster? Was that a ride at Wonderland? Yes, it was a ride at Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't want to say, ha-ha, that's a joke in case that was an actual thing yeah, I didn't know. Seven people died. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you got me. 
that was actually a little YouTube rabbit hole I went down. Um, was looking because they got some like Channel Seven news reporters of the day to do like fake news reports for the immersion of that ride, and it's just like, yeah, th- things are going hectic here. Like, yeah, uh, look them up if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a good like YouTube, especially I think for listeners who aren't Australian have never heard of Wonderland before. There's like this really interesting YouTube series that's about like defunct. Uh, abandoned theme parks and there's an episode yeah. about Wonderland that's really fascinating. Oh, oh cool. Really? Well, yeah, because I was led to that from a recent episode of Community Notice Board, another excellent podcast if you mm. want to uh, learn about Australia. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, was, I was randomly for... You Google some weird things in the world of writing, and for some reason I was looking at, you know, roller coasters and theme parks and then was looking at Wonderland. I'm like, huh, the bush beast was faster than the, the demon. That's weird. I wouldn't have guessed that. But, the uh, bush beast was the little beast, wasn't it? No, that, no, was, was, the that? that was the beast. The, the beast, yeah. yeah. And the oh, sorry, bush beast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Valet. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently the demon is in, I think, Brazil, yeah. actually, out of it all It got places. disassembled and shipped somewhere else, yeah. Yeah. It's owned well, by Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's hiding out now. <laughs> that would be quite the plot twist. <laughs> Not only he's alive, he's on an Australian roller coaster. And doing twists, there was a lot of loops on that ride. Yeah. I was scared of it because I still have a weird fear of roller coasters that go upside down. That's yes, not uh, weird. That's that's your body telling you that's a thing to be avoided. Yeah. That is not a thing the body is meant to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I didn't mind the beastie, but the bush beast was also disconcerting because I have a fear of giant wooden roller coasters that looked like they were built 40-odd years ago. The terror of that was how rickety it sounded. Oh, it yeah. was so much fun. Oh, my God. I, I loved I it so much. I went on the yeah, bush beast with a broken arm once. I had, like, my like, uh, fiberglass cast on, yeah. and they were just sort of like, is that? Uh, whatever. Ah, <laughs> she'll be right, <laughs> Give him a tinny, he'll be right. <laughs> yeah, there weren't any uh, Australia's Wonderland. You must be this high to enter. It was just, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> uh, but, you know, lots of wackiness to talk about. But how was the heart of this episode? Did we feel ba-bumps? It's not a ba-bump episode, but, uh, you know, the bit where Bart feels a bit of pride for uh, representing his country and then, you know, uh, writes so legibly on his own butt. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, about all I got. I think yeah, it was same. just heart with like the the stuff of them genuinely feeling like a family. Like, mm. oh, and the again, beautiful in the playlist of like beautiful Daggy Marge moments is the hat that says Poberty's Nerfect in Australia. And she's like, it's clever, huh? just like you. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, what does she say about the didgeridoo? It seems very loud and expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, one of those is right. <laughs> yeah, but did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Are these characters we know and love? Yeah, 100%. for sure. Yeah, a bit of cheekiness lands them in a different country, and they're all basically exploiting it and kind of being hilarious dickbags about it. Yeah, mm. and irreverent in all the right ways mm. as well. Yeah. And I do like, because, you know, we're often critical of The Simpsons, you know, starting out with one character and then it becoming the Homer show when uh, we need a lot of gags. And certainly Homer does, like, flourish a lot when uh, he goes to Australia, but it does feel like it's just more he needs to be the cipher for the loudmouth American who yeah. Um, yeah, is doing shit like going Australia, America, Australia, America. I get it. <laughs> I, I love We don't tolerate that kind of crap in America, so... Still, like, saying sir and just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you one of those English guards that I can't talk or anything? No, US Marine Corps, sir. 
I think as well, I used to do the, um, like when one of the houses that we lived in had like quite a long hallway and I very distinctly remember doing the, Oh, God, uh, who would have known the Doppler effect jokes were? So good. Like, that's <laughs> who just... thinks to do a Doppler joke? Yeah. And then to be followed up with this. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, character integrity, it's like, it's all solid shit. Like, I mean, you can argue the show's stretching, but like, yeah, it's stretching. We're not breaking. And like, yeah. the oh, fact yeah. that it still feels like a Simpsons, especially when at this time animating completely new settings and characters would have just been mm-hmm. so laborious. Like, mm. it's amazing how cohesive and part of yeah. the Simpsons uh, world this feels but like. But a labour yeah, of love. Know. They're, they're yeah. animating new and interesting things in a funny, funny script. So they're, they're, yeah. of course they're going to enjoy that process. Yeah, because I know the reason we covered it on Worst Episode Ever is a lot of people point to this and say this is where they jump the shark. And it does raise sure. the question... Is it shark jumping if it's still a fun episode? Like, yeah. Which I would argue no, because it's usually when you try and fail, but jury's out on that one, and fair. Yeah, but I mean, it's also, if we're going to talk specifics, the first Simpsons go-to was Homer goes to space. Like, when they jump the fucking shark, they put him on a rocket ship with Buzz Aldrin. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Also in Australia, shark jumps you. <laughs> it's true. It's not wrong. <laughs> Especially in summer. Stay between the flags. Stay between the flags. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes or no, what you watch again? There definitely wasn't enough like near-fatal encounters with Australian wildlife, was there? It's <laughs> an unusual thing looking back on it. <laughs> no, no. Australian wildlife look to be like they're more of a danger to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they're electrocuting themselves or clinging onto helicopters. And now to you, America. <laughs> Uh, but would you watch it again? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And episodes we want to watch again, we like to think about what players they go in. What are some other Simpsons episodes that would pair nicely with this one? I mean, go to is the obvious. Uh, Phil Hartman, one off characters. He has a couple. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lyle Landley, I, at Land, yeah. Landry. That'd be a great playlist. God, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, even, yeah, pair it with some, yeah, top uh, Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure episodes. Because, I mean, those two characters are often bit characters, but, like, when they get a full episode, like, it fucking oh, rolls. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you sure now? The prison train is sailing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's prison. right. Just the, when when she says, like, you know, the, no, we're not doing this. He's my son. It cuts to him. Where you just see this little, just this <laughs> tiny disappointed look. It's Oh yeah. God! It's like, oh, that was my first. That would have solved everything. Oh. <laughs> it's just, and that's just the animators. Like that wouldn't have been Phil. That's just their touch. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other playlists? Um, I think like split screen prank phone calls. Ah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, Bart having a pet frog. He does that a couple of times. That's true. In the France episode. Oh, that was another Simpsons go-to, but it wasn't the whole family, I guess. Homer's in a monologue being good as well, like the write a check and I'll release more endorphins. <laughs> it's like, it might have been me, I can't remember. Yeah, oh, Homer gaslighting himself. Yeah, also just like, um, oh, Homer in pain as well from the like the, the shower singing bit, which is <laughs> fantastic. Oh, Homer's improvised songs, I'm singing in the shower. <laughs> Shaving my shoulders, <laughs> and I'm shaved up. 
<laughs> oh, Mandy, you came and you found me a turkey. I didn't remember shaving my shoulders. That's amazing. Um, also, I don't know what the playlist did, is that you call it, but just doing that thing where they do something really mundane for an incredibly long period of time, like yeah. uh, Bart just dialing the phone number. Yes. I feel like this has to be a reference, but I can never pick the melody yeah. of this. <laughs> it's a reference to international calls. Sorry, this is like a big yeah. chunk of my youth because my dad's uh, from America and he would call home a lot and so it would be about you know 10 30 at night and his <laughs> is he playing funky town with incorrect yeah. rhythms <laughs> well he's not much of a musician no. <laughs> no. That's about to say the same thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, no episode is perfect, so what would you like to change about it, BT? I feel like when we did this with Worst Episode Ever, it wasn't clear why they had two uh, embassy representatives. Mm. Like, there's that stern guy who does who wants to shut the gate on them, and then there's Phil mm. Hartman's character. And, yeah, I, obviously there's a few tiny touches that we already mentioned that you probably wouldn't do now, but they're not, you know, awful or anything. Yeah. Um, so they're more just you wouldn't do them now. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think just it's not a problem that there's two characters that aren't necessary. It just would have been slightly more efficient, I guess. And Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you reckon, Malloy? Yeah, I reckon just that like that thing that I flagged before because I reckon it's one of those things where and I'm 100% not the person to be saying it. So I would basically mm. be like mm. I would say to like an indigenous Australian like what would you change about this and like get their thoughts on it because I think like BT were saying it all it, like it wasn't sort of so so glaring like it was in the mm. last episode right where it was, you know, clearly clearly um yeah, front and center and it was the plot yeah exactly yeah. it was just sort of like okay um but yeah other than that like it's just it's just so much fun like mm. i changed so many other episodes to be like this to just yeah. have that 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 sense of fun at the center mm. of it probably the only other interesting comment that i can say on it is that it has currency now and like going back to the you know bart writing don't tread on me on his yeah. butt and now like you know that being sort of the republican and conservative kind of mantra it's also mm. still a really good indicator of when you are near to an asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh, from downtown <laughs> from down under <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah it's like yeah these are one of these episodes that just make me feel like so unable to write <laughs> <laughs> totally. like yeah, the worst episodes make me feel like, oh, well, writing's fucking easy. You just do this, this, this one. I'm like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know how to improve it. But yeah. like, Oh, this is what it, it could, is. Oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if it could just make it so the Prime Minister wasn't such an accurate depiction of our current Prime Minister, <laughs> that'd be nice because that was a bummer thinking about No, that, he, just... <laughs> he had a spine. He was vertebrate. Like, you know, I don't think it's a... <laughs> when someone asked him for help, he did something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I love as well. Like I just love. Hi oh, mates, what's a good word? <laughs> like, yeah. that's such a good <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah, the whole playing with the yeah, our neighbours are fucking fifty kilometres away from each other, yeah. and yeah, our <laughs> prime minister's just hanging out in his fucking like donut, like <laughs> naked in his donut. <laughs> <laughs> well, how oh. do you do it? <laughs> hey, sometimes you hang the donut. Sometimes the donut hangs you. Ooh. <laughs> Heavy is the uh, butt that sits in the donut. 
yeah. to the prime ministerial donut. Yeah, the uh, what is it? Donut of Damocles. <laughs> wow. All right, we are here. Uh, David, do you have any other notes before we rank this thing? Um, none of us have said the words knifey spoony. I was, it was oh, on yeah. my list. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, the, the whole pub scene with the coffee and the bee ear. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's just like the bit that's been sort of like hoarded to death, right? Like it's still good, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, on this watch, I tried to make notes of the, the things you don't normally talk yeah, totally. about. But it's, yeah. It's just yeah. because I knew we would touch on coffee. Beer. But not often are we going to uh, mention the Dirt Monument, which is, yeah, one of our national treasures. Uh, any other notes? Oh, I did write, Willikers! <laughs> <laughs> That's awful! Yeah, cut down the accents in this episode. Uh, lovely. Yeah. Um, I did write, this would have been a series final for Homer and Bart, because those ruse would have kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a series wrap on them. Yeah, another thing to look up, Americans, uh, look up jacked kangaroos. Like, oh, you'd be surprised God. how fucking oh, muscly God. those big boys oh, are. Oh, my God, it's a joy. that There's, like, the <laughs> one video of, like, someone trying to hand one of them a slice of apple and it can't do it because it's too jacked. It can't take the <laughs> apple slice. It's because it's too muscular. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Oh, man. I really, really liked Dust Newsom's phone. <laughs> like, just down <laughs> the penny that one. When it's not just Hitler. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. I think he did call Rand McNally as well, speaking of wackiness, just that oh, yeah. one place that's lava. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I do like they don't specify where that is, and it's just somewhere. But also yeah. just the play, again, the the classic interchange of Lisa using a smarts against Bart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Stupid Lisa uh, science queen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. BT, did you have any other notes? Man, you've almost got me. There was only one I had left, which was, uh, I'll boot your Prime Minister, so help me God, I'll boot him. And just how everyone's backing away, even when he's got the boot on his hand. Yeah, very <laughs> good. Yeah, um, we we're very efficient with this one. I have got no more notes, so it must be time to rank this thing. Except that I kind of want to oh. be the, the booting guy next Halloween. All right. It's a good one, hey. That's yeah. a, that's a just good a- niche one. It's just a leather jacket and like a foam boot that's not too heavy that I can walk around in. <laughs> when Halloween opens back up in 2024. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that must mean it's time to rank this thing. Uh, BT, boot it off. Uh, I mean, I feel like I have to give it what I did on uh, Worst Episode Ever, which is a cubic. It's incredibly iconic. It's a stupid amount of fun. Uh, I get to laugh at all the jokes because it's my country. I have nothing I really want to fix and... Yeah, it's just a hell of a time. Yeah, look, season six is already a standout fucking season. And this one is just, I mean, easy top 10, top five of that season for me. Like, and maybe not like in my top 10, top five of all time, but fucking mm. hell, I have so much joy with this one. And yeah, the the personal uh, relation to it as well is, uh, yeah, I, I, this one was just so lovely and warming, especially tonight. Yeah. Uh, David, oh, what yeah. do you reckon? Totally. Uh, look, Foster's bronze. <laughs> it's like imagine coming on this podcast and not giving this a cubic jesus like, <laughs> it's, no it's it's fantastic oh wonderful mm-hmm. um sorry just have to yeah bring up the thing because mm-hmm. especially uh well while you look that up elliot i'm just going to announce that this has now won the simpsons index award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence Excellence. thank you vt i would have forgotten that that's why i'm mm-hmm. here man Okay, so this... Oh, God damn it. One, two, three. And while you continue to do whatever it is you're doing, I'm just going to make chicken noises. (laughs) 
All right, so this will put this episode on par with season seven for the most unanimous cubic zirconias at 14. Beautiful. So from season six, the other unanimous cubic zirconias were Treehouse of Horror 5, Lisa on Ice, Homer Badman, Grandpa vs. Sexual Inadequacy, Homer the Great, and Maggie Makes 3, Bart's Comet, Lisa's Wedding, 2001 Greyhounds, The PTA Disbands, The Springfield Connection, Lemon of Troy, and Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1. Oh my God. Just Uh, back to back. There's an afternoon for you. (laughs) Good Lord. Get some Fosters and Knifey Spoonie and... uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm kidding. Don't get Keep the Chazwazers out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some Simpsons. Yeah. Um, just reminded me, that was a joke I didn't mind as well in the first episode we watched was uh, Homer just eating the meat off the skewer and avoiding the vegetables. Oh, somehow. yeah, that wasn't bad. Impressive. Yeah, I'm going to bump it up to a gold now. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have uh, to call Jordan to do that. You know the rules. That's true. Jordan, brace yourself. Yo, that was such good fun. Thank you so mm. much for joining us for the Simpsons Index. David, what a treat. Oh, this is the best. I'm like, again, this is the best way to be spending this silly, silly lockdown thing we have to do. But yeah, thank you so much for having me back. Oh, good, man. Um, But BT, if mm. people want to hear more of us, where can they do that? Well, these lucky people can listen to the entirety of Thrones of Game, our Game of Thrones Woo! podcast where we review the series, but in reverse order, with Elliot having never watched a single episode. Of course, now he's seen the entire series, but backwards. That means you can listen to us forwards, but learning less and less about the show as we go, if you're absolutely insane. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> uh, our other show is our scripted series Pulp Fury Radio This is where we've taken kind of old-timey radio plays From different pulp genres Like horror and sci-fi And uh, those other ones Detective stories Noir, that's the one I wanted <laughs> And yeah, did some folly work Got to work with some incredible actors Really proud of the work we did for that These are all original stories If you like a bit of genre fiction This is for you Oh, the outside awesome. plug as well. They're both so much fun. They're both so yeah. much fun. Although I would say that if you did watch game, like if you did listen to Thrones of Game that way and got dumber as you went along, it'd be much like the writers of the show. So yeah. <laughs> a weird yeah, parallel there. Sitting there going, who are these characters? <laughs> Who's this guy now? <laughs> I actually just saw on my uh, Facebook memories today that, yeah, it was uh, a year ago today that we uh, released It Came From the Bottom mm. of the Ocean, but also from space. So, yes. So yes. good. Check that out. Um, but, yeah, and also if you want to support us and everything we do at SideQuest Studios, we have a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash SideQuest Studios, where uh, every week you'll get a bonus podcast as well. Um, mm-hmm. Our flagship show is Except When He's Not, where BT is reviewing the episodes of The Simpsons that he missed uh, when yes. we reviewed them on the Index proper. I'm back with a vengeance and reviewing things. Yep. Yeah. Opinions. Yep. Yep. Uh, we've also got a couple of experimental shows, mm. uh, Index Specs, where me, BT, and Danny all wrote a Simpson spec script, Ooh. and uh, also Storyboard the Chalkboard, which we mentioned before. Yep. All right. This, these are just the wild experiments we're doing in, in, the, in this wasteland of uh, podcast world. But yeah, that's been a, a really interesting episode of The Simpsons Index. It's always nice yeah. to end on a high note. Sure is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once again, David Malloy, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. BT, thank you as always. Tighten up your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Thank you for listening to The Simpsons Index Podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. 
You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash The Simpsons Index or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. I nearly forgot it. I wrote it down earlier like this is the closer you use today. And I nearly forgot it. Comedy threes. I needed to get my third one. Um, all right, let's do uh, the world famous sinking game. Here comes the first number one, two, three, four, five, six. Fucking pros now. We might be able to start streaming the sinking game on Twitch. And oh, wrong page. that's number one. <laughs> Simpsons Index plays sinking game on Twitch. No, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go for the world record. All I know is we'll then the have to buy those, index. Yeah, buy those headphones that have little cat ears on them. That's all I know about Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're actually like an animated character in a hot tub. Yeah, that'll and be a, our and new... And then we sell the hot tub water, of course. <laughs> yeah. BT bath time water. <laughs> that's what the BT stands for. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad that that's on record as well. Nicely done. Hello, deleted scenes. <laughs> Here comes the first number. One, two, six, five. Four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well done. The number you of know, the counting prob- shall be three. <laughs> you have your pre-save done, though. because It you, is done. You've missed yeah. your last couple, and I wanted to look after you, honey. <laughs> Cheers, babe. <laughs> it's important. It really is. Yeah. Uh, so basically, if you save the file before you start recording on Logic, if it crashes, it like automatically saves. I don't know if it works on everything, but it's saved our butts a few times and a few times where we've forgotten and found out the hard way that we didn't have the pre-save done. Oof. That was only once, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only once. We lost a full Thrones a game, but that's, you know... Yeah. That's 20 minutes. That's no big deal. That's, yeah, that's... And it wasn't a particularly interesting episode either, so there was a feeling of... It's just, just, I do kind of want to... I wish we had the original and the second take just to see how many parts we recycled. Yeah. Mm. I've heard episodes of other podcasts where the hosts have just been like... One of the hosts has just been like, this is our... A second attempt at this episode yeah. because you did lose your end of the file and I'm so mad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, our friends at uh, Baby Bear Media on their Futurama oh, podcast no. had to redo it like four times. By the fourth, they were just like, look, this episode's good. Fine. Bye. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. yeah. And I have waste forms. Yes. 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 I don't think anyone, because I think everyone has tried that and no one can do it as perfectly as it is in the episode. Like, it's so good. Oh, yeah. It's, there's so many lines that just, it's that exact delivery and anything else would just not work as well. But yeah, probably the shorter Simpsons quote that people would recognize as well. Yeah. yeah. But you have to give it a very specific inflection. Yes. 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 